Hello and welcome to another episode of The Advantage, where we mainly talk about sports betting, but every now and then we take a break from the action and talk about the game happening on MTV's The Challenge, Season 39, Battle for a New Champion. We are about 17 episodes in. We're going to be recapping mainly last night's episode, but we have a few episodes to catch up on here as we go through our weekly recaps. And joining me, as he does pretty much every week, it's Gibby Graves, and I would ask you how you're doing, but I just saw you in person. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird now to see you see you on the on the screen rather than than in person. Uh, but happy to be back. Happy to be chatting all things challenge. We're gonna forego skipping our in person interactions. We are gonna forego telling any stories about the waitress who helped us at dinner. We are gonna forego telling. Anybody about the THCA fake synthetic weed? We saw at that random convenience store. And we're just going to talk about MTV's The Challenge. That sound good to you? Sounds great to me. Are those important topics to skip or just worth skipping on all fronts? Just worth, just worth skipping. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> um, <laughs> since the last time that we had an episode, Gib, it's been a few weeks. And just as we were recording, I said to you, instead of, you know, there are going to be times where we have to miss a week or two here and there. And instead of doing like a three-week recap, let's just focus on the main episode we just watched because assume everyone's caught up and we want to just talk about what just happened and what's going to happen. We don't need to go back three weeks right now. There is one thing that we need to discuss, and we haven't talked about it since getting on a podcast, Gib. And the last time that we did an episode was the last time we had these kind of normal eliminations, and now we've entered. What's the last? What's this round? It's not called chaos. What's it called? Um, conquest. Conquest, right? It's conquest. Okay, we've. We're, we're. This is so stupid because conquest should have been beating, conquering the old vets, and this should be fucking chaos because it is. Uh, welcome to actual chaos where we're getting three people gone in a single episode. We had producer Gibby telling the audience that we're going to we're going to get some purges coming. We're going to get some mini finals coming. We're going to get some episodes. We're going to get multiple people gone in one swoop. We just had Queen Narice take out four in the last two episodes. We had Horacio, Kyland and Ed all gone in one swoop. And the odds board completely ravaged for this. We have Michelle gone as she flies off the barrel. What are your thoughts before we start breaking down the actual stuff that's happening? What are your thoughts on the new stage of conquest in which we are purging the last person and then we are doing this weird snake vote for an elimination? It's it's a necessary evil because of what production had or producers did earlier in the season, where they brought in these mercenaries and then the mercenaries. I don't think they expected the mercenaries to lose, and so then I think they had to come up with this concept like on the on the go, and be like we got to start purging people because we're gonna have we're gonna be seventeen episodes in and still have twelve people left, and we can't go to a final with this. So they had to come up with something to figure that out. Uh, so I kind of get that it's it's necessary based off an oversight that they did earlier. The that the voting, which you like pick one person and then they pick the next person. Um, 
I don't know. I, it's it, for, I thought it would land harder for me, but to me, it's it's not. It's caused some drama, but there's something about it that's just like it's almost like too elementary for me. I don't know if that if that rings a bell with you either. So when you first mentioned this and we knew we weren't going to be doing an episode for like a week or two so we started to talk about it off air and you're like i fucking hate the new elimination i thought i would probably be in agreement with you but now we're three episodes in and we had narice make the choice between olivia and horacio then we had olivia make the choice between narice and mariah and then we had jay make the choice between narice and mariah as well so we've had this kind of snake voting elimination lead to probably the most dramatic and intense moments of the season. So I actually kind of like it in hindsight. I think the results are delivering. I think it, it is causing drama, which I like. I think what you said earlier is, is hitting home here where this should have been done earlier. This should have been done early. This should have been done like off rip. We're doing these votes because then it starts – like this drama would be happening way earlier. There'd be bigger like fractions within alliances and stuff like that. And that's exactly what you want. Rather, we're doing this super late. So it is causing drama, but it's almost like the, when, when we get to that point, you, you kind of know what's going to happen. Like they're going to decide between this person and this person. If we, if you do this way earlier, it could go anywhere. It could be a lot, a lot crazier. So I think, like the idea, but it's kind of left a little bit on the table because of when they decided to put it on the show. You want me to know? You want to know where I find it leaves a lot on the table? It's a massive missed opportunity. It's not in the voting. It's in this so dumb three-person obstacle course multi-puzzle elimination. What are we doing, Gib? Doing three eliminations that are the same in a row. We watch this to wait to see what they're going to go up head-to-head. When I know that they're going to start voting and they're going to send people to a go run down a little course, jump over a few barrels, hop, skip a little rope, climb through some mud, and do some fucking puzzles, I'm like, it takes away such an intensity of understanding what's to come. Uh, You don't have a potential physical battle between Horacio and Kylan Brewing. You had a moment where in the first elimination where they did this, Horacio and Kylan were straight up working together to get Zaza out. So then I'm like, are you then, did you go from one person's going to be eliminated to both people are eliminated so that in the next elimination, like now with Olivia, Norris, and James, that Olivia and Norris didn't just work together to get James out? Are you like we can't have that in eliminations? This needs yeah. to be head to head most intense moment where it's you know blood on the line. I think it, I think it's a, I think that they're making the this elimination like this like three you know puzzles and you got to do all these things. Um, it's like closer to like a daily challenge. They're making it closer and closer to a daily challenge rather than an elimination. But I thought, I I always thought a great part of the challenge was like. Daily challenges are one thing, but elimination is even even more intense because it's like a one-on-one battle, and they've taken that completely out of the game. So I agree with you there. Have you noticed a one small change that they've done other than the like one person going home uh, to two people? 
when climbing the wall, have you seen that they added the um, like things that you can walk up now? Oh, so that Zaza didn't get screwed with the mud. I, you know what? It's a great call. Yeah, they do. And they have little steps there. One, I think it was just for insurance purposes. I don't know if you saw at some point Zaza was like twelve feet up, horizontal, holding onto a rope, trying to get up. And like, if she falls, she like kills herself. So I think they did it because they're like, we can't, we can't really have that. And I think the guys had too much of an advantage um, if they didn't have like the steps to get over. Does this lead to our final being equally underwhelming and a little bit of a just puzzle off? This pu- this this final is screaming. This is about to be a big ass puzzle with a so, lot of food eating. So Gib, ooh, food eating. So Gib, we started off this uh, doing challenge recaps a few weeks ago. We started what like mid season, mid season, ten episodes in or whatever. Yeah, and one of the first questions I asked you was, this is battle for a new champion in which we're not going through any champions. That was before we had the the chaos stage, which was actually the conquest stage, which you beat the challenge vets. And we said, does this challenge season qualify as a classic ring? Do you get the crown? Are you truly a champ if you don't go through any of the vets, the CTs, the bananas, the Jordans, the Tories, and all of those girls? Like, now I'm going back the other direction and saying, if this is just going to be a puzzle off between Narice and Colleen and Berna, like, now this finals is kind of weak. Now this, whoever gets the trophy is going to get the little bit of an asterisk. This is shaping up to be way less of a climactic series and championship than i was expecting yeah and like looking at who's left i I don't know like look at who's left and you say like if this person was a champion does this like change your mind about how hard this season is and yes that's the best best way to put it if colleen wins dude the, the scrap the scrap the book delete all the episodes that we've put out you know, this, this kind of reminds me of like back in the day, uh, and it, it ended up being like a, a like a terrible thought, like or just like wrong. When um, what's her name, uh, Ashley won her first one, and I was like, how the fuck did Ashley just win a challenge? And then she came back and won again, and I was like, damn, I'm wrong. So I'm kind of hoping that happens again. Like, say Berna wins. And I'm just like, damn, how did Berna win a challenge? I'm hoping that, like, season 40 comes around, all the real vets are around, and she still, like, wins. And then I'm like, damn, this was this challenge gets more respect, like, after the fact than it does, like, dirt, like while it's happening. Season 39 of the challenge will forever be the NBA bubble. It's the best, MB- it's the best comparison to sports. <laughs> Uh, let's step away from talking about who's going to win. We will come back to that. We will check in with the live odds because we had a absolute woge bomb shake up the the odds with uh, Michelle being gone, Horacio being gone, Kylan being gone. Gib, I have my notebook right next to me where we were talking about who do you have top three. Those names were in them. So we have major odd shakeups to discuss. But let's start off with one of the most important things. Fuck Jay. Where do we stand on Jay right now? And I guess the overarching question in which to answer the the Jay drama with both Michelle and Narice or 
the Olivia drama with Narice or kind of anything that's going on right now, how much do you prioritize one season versus a friendship that could last multiple seasons an alliance that could last multiple seasons? When do you pull the plug and backstab someone in a one-off season versus having to have someone's back because it's going to set you up for multiple seasons? I feel like the way Jay has acted in this game and Narice was a hundred percent right in calling him out last episode and saying, the only reason why Jay's going against me is because I had my own voice in not voting the way he wanted me to vote. I'd never voted for Jay. I never voted against Jay. There was just one or two times I didn't vote with Jay because Jay was going to do something that directly went against other people in my alliance. So like now Jay's scrambling and he's totally heated and he's been a diva and he's bouncing off the walls and he's acting so out of character and he's screaming at Michelle at some points and it's just been absolutely a wreck. Uh, how much is what he's doing and just screwing over Norris and going with Mariah and potentially going against Michelle a few episodes ago? How much does this stuff screw him for more than just this season? It's a really good question. I think this is the kind of question that like has been going on for like many challenges. I remember like Tony back in the day when he screwed over bananas. It was like the question of like, do I go for it now or do I like fuck up this relationship that's gonna help me in so many future challenges? Like do 20 I second this- time out when he did it, it was the right time. When Tony did it, he ended up getting bananas out in that season, and he's kind of never really come back to many other seasons. Is that because you star-crossed Bananas, who is the challenge, and that's not what you do? No, I don't think so. I think he had some, like, other personal stuff or, like, some drinking stuff going on. But in that moment, he definitely backstabbed Bananas, and it kind of worked out. But in this one, it's just, like, it's it's, – It kind of worked out. It didn't work out because he didn't win the season. Um, So so to answer that second question of, like, when is the right time to, like, think about – this season versus relationships and all that other stuff uh, moving forward to like future seasons, especially if you're a staple. And I don't know if Jay's a staple yet, but he's getting there to staple status. Um, I think he, I think this was way too early. I think you start backstabbing people who are like your top, top people. And you can, I think part of the problem here is a lot of these people are having too many number ones. And now it's coming yep. to haunt them and they're starting to realize that. But you yep. can't backstab people who are your number ones until like maybe the final or like right, right, right before the final. Uh, and I think this is just like one step too early, although we're seeing that the final might be coming up right now. I just I, I don't I, I feel like he's backstabbed too much and he might be the least likable um, villain in a long in challenge history, in challenge history, because I think it's like Polly was since Polly was just flying off the handle, and I fucking love twice now, baby. I've used fly off the handle successfully on a challenge pot. No since one wants to say that besides off, me and you. No one. Yeah, it doesn't that. matter. We're gonna do it three, four, six times, and I'll say <laughs> it every time. Maybe we'll give the listeners a, a take behind the curtain to what it actually means in in our lives. When Pauly was going crazy and becoming that villain, this was the, this was the most hated enemy since Jay is the most hated enemy, and it's a little bit different in the way that he's doing it. But that's what it most reminds me of. It's like fuck this guy. I hope he's out next episode. Yeah, and, and 
honestly, there was such Polly was such a villain and like kind of leaned into it. So I didn't hate him as much. Whereas right. like Jay is the villain. And he thinks he's the be, man. Thinks he's the man. He's not the man. He he has this weird look to him. He's not like physically intimidating. And then he like gets overly emotional about random stuff. And it just like it's contradictory. And so therefore he is unlikable at all moments. Unlikable. He's like, you can't, you can't think about it. Paulie, when he was doing his crazy stuff, he was like, Yeah, that's me. I'm 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 like trying to fuck shit up and I'm like kind of right. He being played a villain. Yeah, he played the heel as they use those wrestling terms like. Jay doesn't Jay thinks he's in the right when he's so clearly in the wrong. It's just one of those moments where you just get so frustrated with an individual for not realizing how much they're shooting themselves in the foot and how much they're actually being selfish. And Jay is completely gaslighting Michelle and completely gaslighting Narice saying you like you haven't helped me. You you started to go against me like chill the fuck out dude like he has gone way too much to the point where like i'd almost rather anyone win but jay like i i understand if jay wins it still looks like a successful season because he's had a hard run or a good run through it and he's played a decent strategy game for a lot of it but like i'd rather colleen win and me be like yeah this was kind of a scrappy season than jay win because i don't want jay to have a title uh challenge crown i'd be very okay if jay is not a staple character He's gonna be because he's just like he's too he's too interconnected. And there's too many storylines that he can he can you can create if you're the producer. You always gotta think about it from a producer's perspective. He's so interconnected, you can easily make so many storylines. And now he has so many enemies and friends. He's got to be involved. But I agree with you. He right now, if you were to rank who I want to win the least, he Bottom. is. I yeah, I want him to win the least by far. I'd rather anyone else win. The thing that I possibly want the most is like a when they do the reunion, the recap reunion. I want there to be the moment where Jay is like, I was selfish. I'm sorry. Watching that back, I even feel gross myself. That's kind of the, that's the only thing that could possibly redeem Jay for me right now. But no moving way on. He does it. No way. He does yeah. That. No uh, way. We'll see. Yeah. This is, I historically, I would say I hopefully have some good intentions for him this season i have no uh hope and and benefit of the doubt let's move on to the other drama of the house if you're narice are you still friends with olivia has olivia regained your trust or is it still fuck this bitch has she gained my trust like as a friend outside of the house or within the house well, Olivia's gone now, right? So yeah. inside the house doesn't matter. But leading into that final elimination, you could clearly see Olivia was going to throw herself in instead of Narice. She admitted to that she was doing something completely wrong. She, I don't think she took the best ownership of it, saying there was nothing planned. There was nothing planned. It was a split-second decision. It wasn't a split-second decision with nothing planned. We have footage of the girls coming up to you before hand and talking about it so clearly there was some premeditative notion to it but now she's gone she's narice is back in the house she ended up doing fine she even got a little advantage knowing what that challenge is to come and olivia is completely working on her side and having her back and seemingly is that is a thing that's been course corrected for future challenge seasons 
would you be friendly with her? Would you be like, are you still like, how do you mentally overcome that? If you're Narice, you're shaking well, like, your at, head out after the last episode, like coming into like, she beats Narice wins the challenge beats Horacio and Kylan comes back to the house. They're saying, how would I act towards Olivia? I think immediately you're angry, but you probably want to use it to your advantage any way you can, uh, like to get, I don't know, um, like some kind of uh, like sympathy so you won't go on the next time. Clearly that didn't work. Um, So I think moving forward, no, I can't trust her again in a challenge. I can't really trust her outside the house because if we're this close outside the house, and you had such a clear, easy pick of me, and you went like completely against that. It's brutal. No, we're, we're cooked. There's no, there's no like, no, we're cooked. It's going back to the Jade Nerys thing too. It's not just a game. I'm sorry, but there are if it if it is just a game, and you do have loyalties outside of a house, then those loyalties outside of a house will always supersede what's happening in the three or four week game. If Jay is being serious and being self-conscious and aware of his emotions, he's going to realize the way Norris has acted the last few weeks, if he thinks it's against him, are in nature of a game and not against him as a person, so he should not go against her as a person. It's so backwards what what they're doing. You Do you think Olivia and Norris are number ones, or do you think... Uh, Number one girls, I, I would assume Norris and Horacio always become number ones now as, as long as they're together. Do you think Olivia and Norris are number one girls in a future season together? No Has way. that bond been reestablished or is that broken? That's bro- no way. No way. Uh, All right. Yeah, no way. Is Norris now a staple character for knocking off these four? She's still not only is she a a stable character. I think this is if she ends up winning, like winning the season. These one of the best. Bat- yeah, it went from questioning the victory to one of the most badass victories of all. Yeah, legend. She becomes a legend in the challenge if she wins. She's and, the puzzle queen. And, she's immediately the puzzle queen. Yeah, and she has. She's she's got good endurance. Like she's obviously great at puzzles. I don't know how well she eats. Um, but that would be the only redeeming story arc here is if Norris wins the whole thing, then you're like, all right, we got, we got like a, we got a legend on our hands now. Cause if anyone else wins, like, I don't think they're a legend. I don't, maybe, maybe Jay for like how big a storyline he's had the whole season. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Norris, even in the challenge where they're running on top of the barrel was the only girl to get into the winner's bracket and even beat Emmanuel. Yeah. And I mean, no, Berna got, Berna got in the winner's bracket too, but still, Norris did really well for that too. She's good. Yeah, dude. She, we underestimate. We, if we go back and listen to our old podcast, I, our, uh, what's it called? Number for her, our odds for her to win were way too low. Way too yeah, low. Yeah. Who knew she was going to knock off Horacio, Kyland, uh, who else? Uh, Olivia and James is less. Olivia and, and James. Uh, stronger chance to make it as a couple outside of the house, Horacio and Horacio and Norris, or James and Mariah. James and Mariah. I there is an obsession. Wow, there. someone does not follow the right people on Instagram. I, I don't. But like, if I was just doing it based off the show, 
maybe you say like all right, Horacio is like takes things slow and Arise really loves him and they said they loved you on the show, so probably them. But the intensity of the relationship between uh James and uh Mariah is like way greater than the other two. So I that might be just like a, an initial lust rather than a true love of the like Norris and Horacio, but the intensity of the, like their relationship is like kind of fascinating. So as an as an avid Mariah Jade and Norris Mateo follower on Instagram that I am, I will uh, inform you off air that Norris is constantly posting pictures and stories about her and her poppy chulo named Horacio. And okay. pictures of them kissing and Horacio squeezing her butt in videos and uh, them joking around. Uh, Narice bought a pair of socks for Horacio that had Narice's butt on them. Um, so Horacio clearly into Narice's butt. So are we all. And then Mariah and James radio silence on on the waves. Now, I we have to question how much of that is sheerly out of respect for Johnny Bananas and sheerly more personality based about who these people are on their social medias. And if Mariah is going to put up pictures, is she going to get spammed with, you know, bananas, people saying shit. So I think there's levels to it. Definitely something to watch at the reunion for sure. Norris and Horacio are a real life love story developing on the outside world for sure. Uh, agreed. Uh, I, I, I'm not up to date on the Instagram. One question. How, what I'm how, here for. how much before the reunion is aired do they shoot it? A week before or like way before? Because like th- these seasons are shot like month, like half a year ago, six months ago. Sorry. Um, what's your question? Wait, when do they like shoot. are they? Are the cat like is the reunion already filmed? Is that your question? Yeah, like is it already filmed or do they wait till like the week before, then they like have the reunion, then they air it? Like they haven't they haven't even shot it yet. Um I would assume I would assume they have not shot the reunion yet, is my assumption, because I would assume they want the characters to be able to watch this back in hindsight a little bit. That's true. That's true. So maybe they do it like a couple days before. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty much a few days before. Okay. So yeah, I think the reunions are going to be very telling. I'm happy they still do it. I honestly haven't really watched reunions. I asked you recently, are reunions still a thing? And you're like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. So reunions are the I will best definitely. Part of the show. Yeah, clearly. I mean, I've been missing out. I'm going to go back and rewatch all the seasons just so that I can watch the reunion part of it. Dirty Thirty reunion was probably absolutely lit. Um. A few other questions for this episode, Gib. Yeah. Nerese proposed an all-girl final. Mm-hmm. Berna ends up winning the challenge and bringing in Jay, Corey, and Emmanuel to the final and not going with an all-girl final. Back to one of my original questions of when do you pull the plug? Like, would this have been an acceptable time for Berna to pull the plug on certain alliances? And not and this would have been less of a direct backstab and more of a group consensus thought and saying we're going to do an all-girl final because that would be in Berna's best interest because Berna's probably one of the best endurance speed competitors of the girls. But if she's going to go up against the other guys, we even see in this uh, 
puzzle elimination trio face off, whatever you want to call it. Like James is still easily getting out ahead. I, I think we all knew that James wasn't going to win the puzzles, but James was very clearly out ahead in running to the stuff. So there is still a male advantage happening. Um, I think there's two, two points that I'll make there is like one, uh, Berna is like the most emotional player that we've ever seen. So there is no chance she would have ever done that. Like even proposing that to her, I was like, I know Norris has to do this because this is her only shot of, of staying in. Yeah. Uh, but there's no way she's going to, she's way too emotional, way too connected to people in order to like pull the trigger. The question is, is did she make the right decision? Right. Um, and so think about what is her place now in the game? She has Emmanuel, Corey, and Colleen. Essentially, her look at her top three. That's the that's the most powerful lines left in the game. If there's more, what's it called left, like purges left or anything left. So I think she made the right decision. Like two people went home, and they were out of her alliance. I know, like you may want to set yourself up for the best uh, chance in the final, but we. We have no idea what this. This could be a fully, a full like puzzle final, as we said. So we have no idea what's going to be in in store. So I think you have to set yourself up here for what's the best chance to get to the final. Still, you know what I think we're going to see in this final. We're going to see eating for sure. Great call earlier this episode. Yeah. We're also going to see one of those overnight things where they're going to kind of get like sleep deprived and a little bit like tortured, where they're going to have to like stand on a on a tree stump for 12 hours mm -hmm. uh we're gonna have to do some of that there's gonna be endurance and there's gonna be puzzles there's probably not gonna be a lot of head-to-head -head strength competitions that's what we're gonna forego but there's got to be some of that other stuff and an overnight challenge so i'm just trying to think like if we check back in with the finals odds right now who's actually at the top is Norris now at the top of the board because we think it's going to be heavy puzzles related or are we still putting someone like Emmanuel? or Jay, because they do have some physical capabilities, probably a little bit better at the eating part. Who would you say is top three, top one, sneaky chance to win? Where's your odds board at right now? All right, we'll, we'll go by, like, who's left. So I, I think if I was to put money now who I think would win, it would have to be Emmanuel, because I think he's really well connected to everyone in the house. He is physically really good. I, wait, wait, wait. Before, before, before you answer that, and before we get down this, sorry, I forgot this one. Did TJ just walk in the room to announce a final at the party? The, 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 the end of this episode, which, is, which makes a big deal in establishing some finals odds because going to the Emmanuel point, very unlikely Emmanuel gets picked off in the next type of elimination unless they're backstabbing and saying he's our biggest competition. So you are right in saying Emmanuel probably making it to the final and he's going to be a strong competitor when he's there. Do you think we are at the final now? You no. think TJ just walked in to say final? I think we have one more episode. I think we have one more purge. There's seven people left, right? We have seven contestants left. Oh, Gib, you're so right. One more daily purge. Typically, you have four to five people in a, in a final. I would say this season you're going to have five. Uh, so you get rid of two more people in a similar a similar manner. Um, but I think it's going to be like, instead of like the voting, maybe it's like, all right, we have a challenge right now. The bottom three go right to whatever the hell it is uh, for, yeah. for the same thing. 
Like that's kind of what I, that's kind of. I don't think we're at the final right now, unless the the it's a final. Where we start with seven, and then two people get knocked off immediately within the final. They could also do that. Yeah, or just a purge, or just a challenge where you purge the last one and the six remain are are in. Yeah, something like that. Um, interesting. All right, let's let's revisit the board. So we have Emmanuel still number one. I have Emmanuel one. Yeah, because I, even if even if we have an incoming purge, right? Probably not him. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. It, I don't think it's him. I want to have Norris number two. I really do because I think she's the best puzzle person left has endurance, um, but she, like, if there's another purge and there's some kind of voting, she's still last. She still will go home first. So that's why I have a hard time putting her her number two, although I think if you're doing skill-wise, maybe she's number two. Um, so probably, I don't know, do I, do I put J number two? I really don't want to do that. Um, I may put J2, Maurice 3, Berna 4, Colleen 5. Colleen 5 over Mariah? Oh, yeah. I think Mariah's gone. I think Mariah's not well-connected. If there's another vote, she's at the bottom. She's at the bottom. Um, I also wasn't that impressed with how she did in the barrel. Like, she should be, like, really strong and incredible. She should have been more of a beast in that. I have not seen a really impressive Mariah outing. I think she's a great TV character. I think she's a good personality for the challenge. I think she's was well-connected within the girls, but has just lost Michelle and Jay. Mariah's game was just rocked in that in that last episode, so she's going to have to sneak into the challenge. So you're right, probably in putting her last. But have we had one amazing Mariah moment in the challenge? Is there really anything that she's done that's been pretty impressive? The only thing I can remember is when she was partners with Fessy and they had like a a three-way like uh elimination. They did really, really well together. But that was like with partners. So I don't know if like that counts as a her moment. Um but yeah, no, she's just she has one of the best social and political games. She's like very great at that element. And it's it's to be it's like to be determined whether or not she's like she looks really strong if she's like a great competitor. But also if we're gonna say that. Emmanuel made the loser bracket of the of the yeah, spinning. Of surprising, that. really surprised. So is he not as good as we think? Maybe, and that would screw my odds. Did you think that they were just going to shove someone off the off the barrel? Do you think um, there was like a don't play dirty rule established off camera that we didn't see? Like, do you think Corey should have just started running and then gone to the side and just fucking? powed someone off i think it was such a i think it's way more difficult than people imagine so it'd be so hard to try and like you're trying to stay up there to stay right. up and then and like fuck with somebody i think you're so worried about staying up that you don't you can't even think about not now if you're an absolute monster who has who burna this was like a walk in the park for burna like she like, I, it may look so easy if I was James, and when James and Berna were just going head to head, if I was James, I would have slowly tried to go towards Berna and just edge her off the whole barrel. Hundred percent. But that, first of all, they were high up. That would have been dangerous as shit. Um, right, and I almost wonder if it like wasn't allowed. Maybe go over there, trip her. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, just pull her rope. Yeah. 
I listen. I think it's a good idea. I think James is having a hard time staying up. So yeah, and I, I also think we can. It's safe to question Jay's. Um, what's his name? James's mental capacity of the strategy of the game. Yeah. Social game. Did he did well this season? Uh, physical. It seems like he can compete. We go back to the the UK. I didn't watch that UK thing, but you see the highlights of him taking that wicked fall. It does seem like James will be back. Let's let's go through some of the characters we lost. Are they going to be back? Michelle, yes. Um, of course, Michelle's Michelle's great, and we got to talk about that. We never talked about Olivia? it. Olivia. Uh, we'll do Michelle in a sec. James and Olivia are they coming back? Olivia, yes. James only if Bananas and um, Mariah are on the season. See, I it's so interesting you say that. I think there's a if Bananas does not want him on the season, they will take him off the season, which I think would be a valid a valid reason. I I honestly think give that like Bananas was interested in Mariah outside the show, like on a real level. Yeah, I I, I think you're underestimating how much Bananas is a showman and how much he wants to be the storyline, and that. He like he know obviously he hates this guy, but he hated people in the past too. CT body slams him backwards into a barrel, but like when he was on the season, they got more screen time because there's a rivalry. He he knows he knows where the the interest is, and he wouldn't he's not gonna stay away from that. All right, side bet. If James is on a future season, if Bananas is on that season. I will seamless your apartment a Panda Express. And if James is not on that season, you will seamless my apartment a Panda Express. And we will pair the best show on television with the best food on planet Earth. Does that sound fair? Sponsor the show, Panda Express. We're here for it. <laughs> would be so sick. <laughs> Orange chicken and the challenge. Let's go. Um, the All right. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about was going over my odds. I kind of agreed. I, I had, uh, and then we'll get into the Michelle. I I agree. It's Emmanuel number one. I I hate it, but I agree. It's J number two. It's J number two, and then I'm gonna go crazy here and say this is a really outside chance, uh, Gib. I think I'm going burn a three. I think she's the best physical competitor of the girls left. So yeah. I think if we're going to toe the line between an endurance competition, a male-female fair competition, a only one winner competition, I think Berna is going to have a chance. We have not seen Berna in the puzzles, so it might just be Narice just runs through this with puzzles, and she's got to be top three in the odds. But if I was trying to take a long shot at FanDuel, who was posting odds for the challenge in a dream world, if never true because it won't be a sanctioned gambling event. But if it were, I'd be looking at some odds for Berna to, to, to actually win. Is Ed is Ed coming back? Yes. Is Horacio coming back? Yes, of course. Is Kylan coming back? No. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to. No, he's doing it for all the people who are a little different, who have autism, who are Mexican heritage, who are black, who are um, – their name starts with the letter K – whose last name is Young. Kylan's doing it for all those people. Uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, he's back. Uh, but he's, yeah, I don't want him back. I don't, he's just like, he's he's too clean cut. Where are the dirty players? Where are the dirty players? 
Yeah. I mean, I wonder who would have been like a sneaky, dirty player if they ended up staying. Like, would if Kieran have been great if he ended up staying? I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there anyone else that we lost recently that we need to question if they're going to be back or not? Or is that the main ones? Michelle will be back. Michelle's back. Um, no. But Kylan's the kind of did guy. We, did we ask the ASAF one? We we did the last one where ASAF. Yeah, the last ASAF, one we did, ASAF was gone. ASAF, yeah, ASAF will be back. But if to me, Kylan's the kind of guy in a previous season with, with vets who were like cutthroat. He get eaten alive. Be out first. He's like, I don't know. He just doesn't. He doesn't have the, the political or like the the nastiness that you need to really win with like with the the vets in the game. Do you dislike Jay enough to hope that he's not back in favor of the most boring character to ever appear on the challenge, Chauncey? No. no. Do you know I was going to come with Chauncey on that one? Yeah, because we've talked about how boring Chauncey is and how terrible the character is. But yes, no, no, Chauncey does not need to come back. Chauncey's another must follow on the Instagram. If you're trying to learn some good workouts, you follow Chauncey's account. Um, all right, let's talk about Michelle Fitzgerald. Sure. Top of the top of the odds. She was floating around to second or first, depending on what book you were line shopping at. You always got to line shop and get the best odds. Michelle Fitzgerald dominating social scene. James calls her El Jefe. I actually loved that little line drop. You know, she was El Jefe in the house, so things are about to change up. Great line drop by James. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how the house changes. I don't know if we're going to understand too much of the social game that the house is going to change because it's so late in the game uh just general thoughts on michelle going home i know you have an infinite love for her uh have you sent her a handwritten letter knowing she had a good season like what's what's your michelle fitzgerald update um i'm gonna send her a dm be like great season no uh she what this reminded me wait 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 wait. would your girlfriend get mad at you if you did that Nah, she'd be like, you're weird and you have problems, but no, she would not be mad. <laughs> okay, 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 good. <laughs> um, I think what this reminded me of, we always get so caught up in the challenge with the political and social game and like, you know, because a lot of times it gets pretty repetitive and you forget that like, sometimes it's just really easy. It's like a, it's a physical, it's a physical game and it comes down to like, are you good at this or are you not? And she was terrible at this thing, came in last place. Ran the entire house for a whole season. Gone. Like, gone. Gone in a purge. Um, and, and so think, close like, to saying. And I think I, it, it's disappointing because if she would have won, if she would have won the whole thing, legend. She's a certified legend. She ran an entire household and then won it. Legend. And took out Kara in a beast elimination. Legend. She would have been a certified legend. And now, like, that's off the table. Like, there's now there's literally it's only Narice can be a certified legend if they win. There's no one else's. Really? Is that the no truth? One else. Who? Maybe Jay. Maybe. Yeah. If Everyone Emmanuel, like, eh, if Emmanuel wins, he just had a good season. Yeah, he just flied under the radar for an entire season. If Corey wins, he becomes a staple. Yeah, and if you win, you always like if you win, you're always a staple. That's that's always been a it's like uh it's like in golf. If you win a, a a masters or a PGA championship, you're always invited back for the next 10 years, no matter what. 
Yeah. Oh, Zaza was eliminated on uh, things. She's definitely back, right? Mm, she's a maybe. I think TJ said, like, you're a badass competitor. We definitely – I think TJ – TJ's been a little bit weary on who he's given that will definitely see you again this season. That's one of the mo- key things to pay attention is the TJ send-off. We'll see. She's – she's. I, I really liked her, but I, you can't be like she's definitely – like if you're choosing between her and then you have, I don't know, who's a legendary girl coming back, like not Laurel because, you know, Laurel's obviously – Like good. if Berna doesn't win, if Colleen doesn't win – if Berna, Raven, I think Ber- like Berna's Zaza over all of these people. No, I think Berna's over over Zaza. Um, and because Berna so, is like, she's, although she's like kind of out there, she's like made like great TV. She's just like very irrational, says a lot of crazy things, very emotional with people. Um, and I think that makes her great television. Whereas Zaza is just like a, a bubbly, great personality. Um, and that's not as fun for, for for drama on the challenge. I think you underestimate the importance of the skin of the producers. And she is providing the eye puffs for the whole house. And everyone's skin is glowing. And no one has bags under their eyes because they're all wearing those glowy eye pa- gold glowy eye patches that look like Nike symbols underneath their eyes. Courtesy, clearly, of Zaza's luggage. Uh, anything else that we need to discuss before we get out of here today? No, nah, I think I think we we hit it on the head. I think, um, but just your 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 favorite right now is Emmanuel to win, then Jay. It, it, sadly, it has to be. And who's your last place? Who do you think? Who do you think has the least amount of chance? I'm gonna say Colleen. I don't think okay. she's any chance to actually win. Okay. That, you remember, she won the mole. Remember that. She won the mole. That's true. And she did have a really wise line where she's like, sometimes you try and deal with a problem and sometimes the, the problem kind of deals with itself. And she, I think she's a therapist in the outside world, which makes that line a very uh, simpatico line with who she is as a person. But uh, that was that was very wise. That was like, you don't know if she's intentionally not getting as dirty in the game as she could have been because she didn't need to be. And she almost did switch up sides two weeks ago on Horacio and Kylan, but yet the whole time vote with Jay. She's been playing this game very much like the mole would play this game. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. I'd say, like, where's Corey from? I have no idea. Is he like Big Brother or something? Uh, let me look him up because Corey. I think his last name is Corey Lay. Uh, I'll tell you in one second. I have Corey the. Lay. The contestant Twelve Days of Christmas. I don't know what the heck that is. Twelve Days of Christmas. That's that's a that's dating. It's a dating show. That's that's weak. Yeah, that no makes idea. me that makes me less invested in in Corey to to potentially win. He has the outside chance. Last point, then we'll get out. He has the outside chance of winning if it's there's something that's uh, 
outwardly favoring a physical competition. Like if the producers do something that they don't necessarily realize really matters for strength, he has just such an advantage over everyone kind yeah. of besides Emmanuel. And then it becomes like if 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 strength is an outsized portion of it, and then it's like him and Emmanuel taking the lead, it becomes a puzzle off between those two. Yeah, it'd be kind of unfair if he had to go do a hall brawl against Colleen. You know, I think he'd win that. Maybe. We'd have to see it. We'd have to get some odds on it. I'm going to go with Corey minus 17,000. Colleen plus 16 million. Um, all right. That ends it. We're going to continue to do this on Thursdays, trying to moving forward, Gib. Uh, we got probably one, two to three more episodes left. Maybe one more non-final and then a, and then a double off final or maybe just two final episodes. I think we probably have two episodes left, maybe three. We will be here to break them all down. Then we'll have to figure out what we tackle next. Is it just the next challenge? Is it a challenge USA? Are we waiting for MTV? Or do we even start to tackle that deal or no deal island off where they all live in house for 200 million? TBD. TBD. Gib, thank you as always for the time. To the listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. Peace out.